And you can call me the Liberty Lair now if you want. The what? Ah. The Liberty Lair. The Liberty Lair? <laughs> yeah, is that better than Freedom Bunker? <laughs> Don't come here. We'll expect you to pay for yourself and carry your weight. In Michaeltopia, you are not allowed to give your own hideout a nickname. <laughs> you said we needed to replace Freedom Bunker. Yes, we need to replace it, Stacy. You don't get to replace it. Oh, God, I can't wait. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm like, as I was saying it, I'm thinking, who named the Batcave? <laughs> Although, to be fair, it was a cave, and it had bats in it. How do you know yes. my house is not a lair? But here's the deal. Oh, that would be great. That would, be, <laughs> that would just be perfect. Yeah. If you had, like, a hidden room. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, oh, oh, hold on. Okay, so uh, welcome to the Loftus Party, everybody. This is our, our pre-debate show. It's our pre-debate uh, show. We've got Andrew Apple from Los Angeles, and we've got Stacey Lennox. And here's what we were just discussing. Uh, usually we say that, like, Andrew's coming from Los Angeles and Stacy's coming from the Freedom Bunker. However, that does sound a little like Doomsday Prepper. So we're discussing different things that we can call the Freedom Bunker. And Stacy said that, she, that we could call it the li- the Liberty Lair. <laughs> the Liberty Lair. And then, uh, and then I said, um, you know, you're not allowed to give uh, your own little hideout a nickname. And then, and then we were like, well, who named the Batcave? Did you know who I bet named the Batcave? Batman. Alfred. Alfred did it. Oh. I forgot Alfred. about Alfred. Don't ever forget about Alfred. Well, he was the brains behind the operation. Well, he was he was a helper. He was a helper. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. In his in the original lore of Batman, he, it, it it's a little fuzzy. I mean, like, yes, he was the butler, but now they've sort of retconned him thanks to Batman the Animated Series to, to make him really someone who had military training. And th- that's how uh, Michael Caine played him. Yeah, Michael Caine, which if you ever want to see something so funny, oh, my gosh. You might you might be familiar with the show, Andrew. I think it's called On the Road or something. It's these two imp- impressionists, and they're from England, and they had a series. I think it was called On the Road, uh, and they just do impressions. And it's the best Michael. It's the best Michael Caine impression you'll ever hear. It, it's called The Trip, and it's the Steve Trip. Coogan and Rob Brydon, and they play okay. characters that are aptly named Steve and Rob. This is. The funniest I have heard in ages. I was on the ground. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. No, I just think that's great because you're you're a wonderful impressionist yourself. If these guys are that good, I gotta go take a look. Gear. They do Richard Gear. Like who does Richard Gear? And you don't do Richard Gear. Well, no, there's I, not much to do with with Richard Gear. What do you do? I got no place else to go. It's, it's what, what do you do? You get very excited when you see somebody crack the code on an impression. And these guys, uh, Steve Coogan and this other dude, when when they do Richard Gere, I just, I fell out. And then these guys, uh, Steve Coogan, I guess he does a lot of voices for video games. And they did this one hunk uh, about being like the heroic king in a video game and rallying the troops the night before a big battle. Tomorrow we shall attack. At dawn we ride. 
And then they go and like, how come it's always at dawn? If I was the king, I could never do it at dawn. I would need some time, you know? I'd have to wake <laughs> up a little bit. So tomorrow, after a light breakfast, we ride! And it just goes, oh my god. It destroyed oh. me. It destroyed me. Funniest thing I've seen in ages. I don't know. In I'm a big, ages. I'm a big fan of your Bernie impression. That one's okay, but that's really just Jackie Mason. Is I'm it? Bernie Sanders. No, yeah. And I'm just, just Jackie Mason. Let me tell you the difference between a Jew and a Gentile. I'm Bernie Sanders. Boy, that guy shut up and went away fast. Well, uh, no, I mean, he's still out there. He, he's still talking a bit, but no one's paying attention at this point. Because he doesn't matter. He's an also-ran. He's an, he's also, an also ran. ran. Ooh. I mean, that, yep. that guy was, uh, he was fun for a while. That was a good little bit. But man, the the idea of just like a straight up socialist uh, terrified me. <laughs> terrified me. Think about us. We've got like 16 also rans. We've got like this entire stable of also rans. We had like a huge, huge primary. Well, I tell you, Ted Cruz, he saved it. Uh, he saved himself a little bit this last week by endorsing Donald Trump. And I think he heard you last week, you said. Well, I, I think so. I think the smart people are listening to the Loftus Party. They're going to the Loftus Party website uh, and they're watching the flip side on televisions across the across the country. Yeah, we got a little love on social media this week from people we hadn't seen these before who's like found the show and are really excited. So that was Oh, you're kidding nice. me. Who, who, who? I have uh, not been on Facebook in ages. I want to apologize publicly right now. Uh, I have been insanely busy. So what's going on on the Facebook? Yes, yeah, Daisy, uh, can, can we give some love to the heroes who are finding us on Facebook and Twitter? Sure. Okay. The lovely lady who found us today was Jennifer Lezer Remus, I believe. Yeah, what did Jennifer say? She said, I love this show. <laughs> it was pretty direct, but it That's sounds great. Like she liked us this morning, and I think she just found us. So that was pretty awesome. And let's see, we've had several new likes in the last few weeks, which is always a good thing to see. I just have to find the list. Here's, uh, here's my message while you're looking for that list. Here's my message for everybody who likes what we're doing who likes the flip side, who likes the Loftus party, please tell people. Please tell people. I found this out. This is a scary fact. If someone has a bad experience, like at a restaurant, you get a bad meal at a restaurant, you immediately tell five people. Immediately. You're like, oh, that place is horrible. The service was this. The food was that. I for five days. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> When you have a good experience with something, that's what the expectation is. You're like, oh, it should be good, and you don't tell anybody about it. And, well, uh, we're not just shows, good. We're different. We're not good. just good. We're different. We're a special needs show. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, we're the a... only one. We're the only right-minded show in the entire universe. But we do have a special need. We need our listeners to go rate us and leave us a review on iTunes because that's the easiest way to let other people know that you think this show is good and that you enjoy it. There you go. Yeah, and that's uh, that's part of the algorithm. I hate doing the little ads. Don't like doing the little ads, especially right up front. But you got to. You got to. There's a flipping algorithm for this stuff. And uh, 
although I feel like a douchebag when I do it, or when I hear you say it, or it's it's a necessary thing. Please do it. I'm begging you, peeps. And, and, and let me tell you why I don't feel like a douchebag doing it. Because at the end of the day, this is not just a radio show like you always like to call it. This is a two-way street. This is a community that we're building. It, it, it is the power of we. And if we all work together, we can make a really cool show that really helps change the world. And yes, I realize how lofty that sounds. And you know, you might want to put "Glory, Glory, Hallelujah" underneath it, editors. But- no, I was thinking. I was thinking about that episode of Friends, where uh, where that guy had the boss is like, "This is about the power of we. I need to see your weeness." And he always <laughs> he always wanted to see Matthew Perry's weeness. That was a great. They did it for like three episodes in a row. The guy keeps wanting to see my weeness. <laughs> Friends was a great show. Friends was, was an awesome show. show. Yes, it really it was. was. And as a guy who uh, is in the business of uh, one of the side jobs that I have is uh, helping write situation comedies. When you look back at Friends, boy, oh, boy, you had a lot of big storylines going. A lot of characters were doing fun and interesting things. And, and like Seinfeld, it all came together seamlessly. So I got to doff my cap to Friends and Seinfeld. And anybody who's ever gotten a, a show on the air, I'm not even kidding. If you've ever, if you're listening to this and you're in the television or the film or radio or whatever, if you've ever got a show on the air, uh, God bless you. You did it. Well, you brought up Friends. You know who was on Friends? Oh, here we go. Here we go. And was I tell team you what, Jen I got when it happened, I, and I'm I still team do Jen. The front page of the New York Post. I want to say it was the Post when when. Uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, when they announced their breakup, their split, on the front page of the newspaper, I'm not kidding, the entire front page, it, it had, uh, like, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, born in 2001, died in 2016, or whatever the heck the date was, and then the entire paper was just a picture of Jennifer Aniston laughing. The entire front page was a photograph of Jennifer Aniston laughing. Oh, my, my favorite was the think piece on how I should explain Brad and Angelina splitting to my children. What because was that in? I think it was in Salon. Apparently, this smush name couple, which I think they started that trend and I just hate it, Brangelina. Ugh, yeah. stop it. They're two different people. Um, but apparently, they're supposed to be so woven into the daily lives of my children that I need to explain to them that they're now getting divorced. And on top of that, guys, this is a couple that's only been married for less than two years. Yeah, but they were together for a lot longer. For 12. Yeah, so so maybe they're going to stay together and just you know not be married. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think that that's how it works with uh, Angelina Jolie. She's got. You ever seen those girls, Andrew? Where you, they've got that face, right? It's like, it's like just their regular face, and then you kind of imagine what they look like when they're really pissed off, right? Oh and, yeah. And I tell you what, when you play that game with Angelina Jolie, whoo! <laughs> I tell you what. When that when, when oh can you imagine being in the, in the room where she's mad at you? She'd like turn she'd go full on vampire. She would just be a demon woman flying around the room. <laughs> well, she doesn't look like that approachable when she's not angry. Okay, I will tell here's a here's a true story. This is a fun true story. Okay, first of all, I want to say uh say two things right out of the gate. Uh God love you Brad Pitt. 
for helping uh, build homes in New Orleans. I think that's awesome. That guy puts his money where his mouth is. And Angelina Jolie, God love you for putting your money where your mouth is and helping uh, feed starving people around the globe and being a, a heck of a U.N. ambassador. That, that girl does a lot of good work. Yes, she does. That being said... A long time ago, I was writing on this. I was writing on the sitcom, the George Lopez Show. We were on the Warner Brothers lot, and uh, they were also doing one of those, uh, uh, one of those uh, Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve. They're doing one of those movies on the lot. They, they had a big casino set and all this stuff. I'm walking to the commissary with a buddy of mine, uh, John, and suddenly time just kind of stops. Everything just slowed down. And it was the weirdest thing ever. And there was like a person walking surrounded by other people and time had slowed down for all of us. And that person was Angelina Jolie. She was wearing just a, a, an old white V-neck T-shirt and a pair of blue jeans. I think she was on her way to the set and so shockingly beautiful, so stunning it, it literally made you stop in your tracks. I had never experienced anything like that before. Well, I mean, she is a beautiful woman. Absolutely. Um, it looks like she has a drug problem now. She I'm is She is very thin. thin. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like Vicodin skinny. Vicodin skinny? Yeah. It happens. It happens. And I think I, here's this is just like total like uh, Hollywood scuttlebutt. But this is what I think. Because she's already accused Brad Pitt of drug abuse, and you always accuse the person of the shit that you're doing. So I would, I would not be surprised if she's been doing some kind of oxycotton or Vicodin or something. That's just scandal. That's just, that's just Loftus Party scandal. <laughs> uh. Well, my only star encounter was in New York City with Sylvester Stallone, and the only thing I learned from that is he's really short. <laughs> Isn't that a drag? Isn't well, that a drag? I'm, I used to be. I used to, my nickname when I worked for one company that was headquartered in New Jersey was Julie, the cruise director, because I used to take all these frontline supervisors from all over the country who like never left their hometowns into New York City for an evening when we brought them up for a training program. And so I have this gaggle of, of people from work with me, and we're running up on uh, what's a Planet Hollywood right fancy yeah well we weren't gonna stop there we don't have that kind of money um but we're walking up and all of a sudden everything just stops isn't that the weirdest thing where it's just like whoa what's going on what's going on i mean the way people were like crowded you would have thought it was like the president of the united states some global leader i mean you just would have thought it was a really big deal um and so out up pulls a limo out comes sylvester stallone and he walks by, and I just turned and looked at um, one of my coworkers, and I said, geez, he's really short. And I swear to God, the woman in front of me wanted to beat me up. Uh-huh. She like turned around and was so mad because I commented that this gentleman happened to be very challenged in terms of height. Well, okay. Uh, now, I have watched every Rocky movie multiple times, and in every fight that he has had, his opponent has always been taller than him. Carl Weathers was taller than him. Mr. T was taller than him. Uh, Ivan Drago was taller than him. Just that, that That's just consistently been the case, so that doesn't surprise me to hear at all. Yeah, but I think sometimes that positioning is Rocky's supposed to be the underdog, so they give you the visual representation of it too, you know? But yeah, no, I was, like I said, I was just shocked. That's like my big star encounter. 
It's the only time it's ever happened. I like the Sylvester Stallone. I do. He like he just he doesn't give up. He just doesn't give up. That just dude, he just keeps coming back. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's such a smart guy too. Like what he allowed Ryan Coogler to do with Creed, that was brilliant. Did you, you know see- what? I haven't even seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's like, I just okay. can't go down that road again. I can't go down the road Tr- again. Like, trust me, ignore Rocky V, ignore Rocky Balboa, go watch Creed. All right, This is the spiritual successor that should have come after Rocky IV. You know what? It's it's weird. I have the... When I have enough, I just have enough. Like I'm, I'm in Long Island now, where they they worship the the movie Goodfellas, right? Yes. Like I, I work with these dudes who just love that movie. Now it's a good movie. I don't love it, and frankly, once Ray Liotta starts selling drugs, I can't watch it. I have to turn it off. <laughs> I have to turn it off because Polly. Paulie tells him, like, whatever you do, don't don't sell drugs. And Ray Liotta's like, okay, I won't. And then he's like, so then I started selling drugs. And I'm like, okay, it's all downhill after here. Yeah. Isn't like, that we, Ray Liotta through- in, like, every movie, though? Isn't every movie he's kind of the one that goes wayward at some point? Well, Ray Liotta, what an interesting dude that is. I, I loved his Frank Sinatra. He played Frank Sinatra in a, uh, I think it was an HBO movie. It was. It was called The Rat Pack. Uh, it had uh, Joe Mantegna playing Dean Martin and Don Cheadle playing Sammy Davis Jr. But most people, yeah, most people say that he's the closest guy to play Frank Sinatra. That could be this incredibly charming uh, good-looking guy one second, and then this vicious dude who would kick your ass the next second. I mean, Ray Liotta is a dangerous dude. He just he just reeks of danger. And I agree with you. He was really good in that movie, but the one thing that always threw me off was that, like we talked about earlier, he didn't nail the impression. Like, you know, Ray Liotta, he, he's talking up here the entire time when, you know, you got Sinatra. I mean, that man, he was the voice. He had a, a bass voice to him, and he spoke in that bass voice. You know what? It's weird. I don't I don't expect Ray Liotta to do the impression. I just expre- expect him just to be Ray Liotta, and then we'll all pretend he's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're playing somebody in a biography, it's hard to maintain that type of impression for an entire movie you almost just kind of have to give it up to to creativity and are they like true to the person's personality i can get behind that yeah you're like i'll just pretend and then you you say action and then that guy that guy will call me frank sinatra and then i'll turn around and look at him as if i am frank sinatra (laughs) (laughs) okay um so lots of wonderful stuff in the news what do you got stacy sounds like you got something Oh, I was just going to talk because, you know, sitting at the home, I had just seen a, a ad for Alien Con, I think it's called. Kind of like Comic Con, Politicon, you know, one of those conferences. Well, this one has the crazy hair dude from Ancient Aliens. I don't know if you know who I'm referring to. I know exactly yeah. who you're referring yeah. to. Yes, the crazy hair guy. Well, you know, this morning, Gary Johnson, uh, the libertarian candidate for president, um, put his foot in his mouth again. I, almost like Aleppo. He basically went on morning TV and said that one of our primary goals should be to learn how to inhabit other planets. Yes, I agree with him 110%. How can this possibly be a bad thing? Really? Yes, really. I don't know. I don't want to bring – hey, I don't want to bring anybody down. But like you know, at any second, 
any second now, we could be hit with a giant wave of like gamma radiation and then it's just lights out. It's lights we're out. all dead. Yeah. Boom, boom. We're all dead. Well, and at the end of the day, this is probably his continuation. One of the things that liberals are hitting him really hard for is that his reasoning for not worrying about climate change is, and I'm quoting, we're all just going to be blown up by the sun anyhow. So this is probably the second part of that. <laughs> I love Gary Johnson. Hey, I, I, no, this is this is for real. Like, no, I'm, I'm not kidding you. There are these moments in your life. There are these moments in your life where I meet a lot of people that have the same reaction. When I was a little kid, like in the first or second grade, and they they in science or, or some class, like in elementary school, they're like, someday the sun will go supernova. And the sun will just just get so big that the earth will burn up. That terrified me. That absolutely Why would they tell you that in first grade? That's awful. <laughs> Maybe it was the third grade. Maybe it was the fourth oh. grade. But I just remember being like terrified by that and like what are we doing here what are we doing if we know and they're like well it's not going to happen for billions of years i'm like i don't give a we need to get ready to leave that would be true i just thought it was interesting in the context of what's going on in this race so far as we know he won't be in the debate tomorrow night Um, he he didn't meet the threshold but um between you know some of his his commentary and i guess he you were talking earlier about some cute thing he was trying to do on nbc that just went completely awry yeah Uh, he's not helping himself from a credibility standpoint you know what he's trying to be fun and he's trying to be funny and uh screw nbc and screw that that jackass on morning joe who's like what are you gonna do about aleppo what are you gonna do about aleppo like who the hell knows what aleppo is like (laughs) So then so they gave Gary Johnson a do-over, and, they were t- and, the, and the girl from NBC is like, so what are you going to do if you're in the debate? And he goes, well, I'm going to be a, 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 you know, a good candidate, and, I'm not, and then he does this thing where he's biting his tongue, and I'm just going to have to bite my tongue. He was so obviously doing a bit. He was so obviously doing a bit. And then all the reporters uh, on MSNBC are like, he's gone crazy. Why would he do that? What was he do? What was he doing? Like, bitch, bitch! You know exactly what he was doing. He was biting his tongue. So shut up with your. What was he doing? Well, I think they. I think since Aleppo, they've just jumped on anything Gary Johnson does as just completely ah. Remember, remember when Newt Gingrich ran for president, and he's like, "Yeah," and and I tell you what, you vote for me for president, we'll have cities on the moon, and everybody's like, "He's gone crazy!" <laughs> like, why is that crazy? Why is that crazy at all? Why is that like? Why can't we do that? Well, why haven't we done that? He, Michael, you're absolutely right. We should be able to do that, but actually, it comes back to something that you talk about. Gary Johnson, Newt Gingrich, they don't have the ability to do that thing that Trump does, where he can take something and make it very concise and clear in just a few sentences without making it sound off the wall and crazy. Because cities on the moon sounds crazy, but if he they were to say we are going to colonize the moon. Then people are like, oh, what does that mean? You know, sometimes the $11 word actually does have value. Yeah. Well, it's weird. When did we land on the moon? What was that, 1976? 69. 69. Before I was born. Good Lord. And we haven't done anything. We got a a 
little space station that we share with the Russians and whoever else wants to kick in a couple of bucks. That's pathetic. That's well, pathetic. We haven't really done any space missions any time recently, have we? Didn't we kill the shuttle program? Yeah, we, we've privatized it. So now we're relying on guys like Richard Branson and Elon Musk who have their space programs that are currently trying to get off the ground, literally. You know what? I trust Elon Musk to colonize the moon faster than the federal government ever could. Agreed. <laughs> Elon Musk, somebody was saying in the news recently that in the next 10 years, everybody's going to be in self-driving cars. That's probably the case, actually. Yeah, and Elon Musk is the only one who seems to be taking the approach that makes sense, whereas he is a car company. He has a company that already makes cars, and then he's going to take those cars and make them self-driving. Everyone else, including the big guys like General Motors, they're investing in new companies that are trying to make self-driving cars from scratch. I think we have a pretty good base model, and we should just be developing from there. And that's what Elon Musk thinks. That terrifies me. Why is that? It just terrifies me. I mean, everybody tells me flying is great. Flying is wonderful because it's so computerized. Nothing could ever go wrong. I don't know. Like, you know, I've had a computer crash on me. It just terrifies me. I. <laughs> but the argument is, ah. and, and listen, we, we have to get better at it. There's no question about it. But the argument is once we actually get it down and the computers are thinking faster about this, these things that we can, mind you, they're only thinking about the things we tell them to think about. So they're not going to turn into Skynet. Once they can do that, that's going to lower the number of accidents incredibly. I, mean, I don't. Did you know that 3% of our GDP is related to auto accidents? I did not. Yes. So there's so much of our economy that's currently tied up in spending money on cleaning up accidents and car insurance and body work and all of that. If we have these self-driving cars that can get us from point A to point B and do a better job than we're doing, because let's be honest, we're all on our cell phones anyways. better to have something else driving for us that's actually you know, paying attention, then God bless. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw the video on, on Facebook, and I think we shared it, of the couple that was in the self-driving car prototype, and they're watching movies and playing patty cake, and I'm like, I, I can't do that. I can't. I would just be sitting there face forward while the car is driving, like kind of like I do when my husband is driving and going, turn there. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would be the worst backseat driver for a computer ever. It's weird. I feel like like we are the horse and buggy generation and the next generation is the motorized car like people when you're in a horse and buggy and you saw like a motorized car go by you had to think well those people are crazy those people are crazy for being in that thing it could blow up this that and the, everything else could go wrong as long as i can take control back from the car as long as i'm sitting there and i can hit override i'll be fine and that's right? that's where elon musk is winning because his cars have steering wheels the google cars don't ah that's awful yeah that is very smart of elon musk so i want to get out i want to get off this planet i want to get onto the moon i want to get onto mars i want to go to other solar systems we got to go we got to go because the sun's going to blow up. Well, <laughs> <sighs> all right. So um, Ted Cruz is on board. He got on board the uh, Trump bandwagon, the Trump train. I'd like to thank Ted Cruz for doing that basic math. 
<laughs> it's so fun to watch these semi-intelligent people do the basic math. If I don't help out the Republican candidate, Hillary will become president. You know, math so, isn't, isn't generally involved in elections, oddly enough. A weird statistic I saw not too long ago said something like 94% of voters' primary motivator is emotional, which terrified me as well. <laughs> but it, it's also not surprising. I mean, uh, people had a much more visceral, emotional, likable response to George W. Bush back in 2000. And people are saying that's one of the leading factors that let him win uh, uh-huh. if you discount Florida, of course. Of course. I'd like to discount Florida because you know what I find doing the Daily Dose for Michael's website? A lot of Florida man what? stories. Tons of Florida man stories. What do you mean? Every weird crime, every weird crime that's committed nationwide starts, the headline starts, a Florida man. Like, serious. Like, (laughs) um, the last one, some dude stole 47,000 pairs of socks. He's like literally going to jail because he decided to steal a truck. And it happened to be full of 47,000 pairs of socks that were worth $53,000, which makes it like a, a that whatever class felony it is that you actually go to jail. Oh, my God. That poor fool. <laughs> well, the best that one. poor idiot. Best, people on Facebook are actually now starting to send me things to put on it. That's so, awesome. The one I got yesterday was a Florida man whacked off his jewels. And fed them to an alligator while high on meth. Wait. What? Wait, 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 wait. What did he feed to the alligator? His jewels. His own balls? Family jewels, yeah. Oh. Oh. I, I, oh, I, I, my I, lord. I need a minute. <laughs> on the upside, he will not be able to breed. Oh, my gosh. Don't do That's drugs, just... kids. Yeah. <laughs> meth like, is bad. Right? Like, after, like, a, like... So here's the deal. I can't believe that's a sentence. Like, he chopped off his own balls and, right? Like, yes. to me, that story ends with he chopped off his own balls. Like, that's the worst thing. That's the worst. That the sentence continues and he fed them to an alligator. Yes, that was I, actually the headline. Did he, did he say why? Um, it just says Florida man high on meth cuts off genitals, feeds them to alligator. Well, there it is. Genitals. It, it's the meth. Don't do meth, kids. Listen, here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Why? Why? Does he get power by this? Is he giving his power to the alligator? Is he trying to make a super gator? <laughs> right? Like, I want to know what the logic stream was. He didn't have any. He'd been on a five-day binge of methamphetamines. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, yeah. and, and Stacy, does it say how many times he watched Peter Pan in there? Yeah, no, no, no. But all I'm saying is, Michael, I do this. I do this thing for your website. And now people are participating, and these are the kind of things that show up in my feed. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What's another? T- tell me another good daily dose that we've had recently. When you're over forty, working more than thirty hours a week actually decreases your mental acuity. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm a dead man. <laughs> I'm a dead man. You're a dead man. I have the mental acuity of an eight-year-old at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, did you hear Sarah Palin went on what is the show with uh, Adam Baldwin, The Match Game? Really? Yeah. <laughs> she was on The Match Game earlier this week. Okay. 
So her best answer um, was, she said something about Sarah. <laughs> I got to find the quote. I'm sorry. I just pulled it up. Match game. Is that the one where you've got the like all the celebrities and then you got the two contestants and there's like a sentence? Yeah. It, you yeah. know, uh, Jimmy it, didn't have enough money for a new car. So instead yeah. he bought a blank. That one? Yes. Yeah, so the, the question is read by Baldwin. And I guess some of this got panned because it was a little it was a little body, I guess, which to me is a little fun. Did you hear Pinocchio has a sister? Every time she tells a lie, her blank gets bigger. And Sarah her tits. Pitt- Sarah Palin. Well, that was the answer, but Sarah Palin said her Alaskan golden nuggets. What? Is she not going to play? I would sue. I would sue her. Like, (laughs) really? I guess guess the judges in that case actually ruled it was close enough. So the guy's still close got enough. It. Alaskan, I don't, I don't think Alaskan golden nuggets. When I think Alaskan golden nuggets, I, I think of a dude's balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we did find a thirteenth art astrological sign this week. So whatever you thought you were, you aren't anymore. Oh no! I swear to God, what's I'm the new one now? And the new one, it's a really strange name, but basically it compressed Scorpio, which is what I've always been. So I think I think it's absolute nonsense, but that's just me. And, and to be fair, NASA did come out and say, we're really only putting this out for entertainment purposes because no science has shown that based on the positioning of your star sign, you can actually predict your own future. Oh, but I identify very much with the personality traits of a Scorpio. Good. Keep doing it. But this one is called O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S. Ophicus? Nope. Nope. So if you're November 29th to December 17th, you're now an Ophicus. I don't even know what that is. What's the symbol for that? Uh, Like a a couch that has a tail? I have no idea. They didn't give us a new symbol. That's like NASA, like desperately trying to stay relevant. Like (laughs) horoscopes and the position of the stars and constellations. That's like an ancient tradition that goes that that that's like Egyptian shit right there. NASA can't just make up Ophicus and expect us to all believe it. I wonder what the personality traits are. You know what? You know what the personality traits are? You're super fucking dubious of bullshit horoscope signs that some guy just made up. (laughs) Turns out, a- turns out I'm so Ophicus, it's spooky. <laughs> well, is what it is. I just thought that was interesting because now we have 13 instead of 12, and that could really rock some people's world. Oh, we only have 12. We don't have 13. God bless NASA for trying. Everybody is super ticked off at uh, The Rock. Why? What did The Rock do? Well, The Rock is doing a new movie called Jumanji. Yes. And he has a co-star, Jillian. So the Rock, Here it is. the Rock, who's Here, a very sorry, nice guy. Karen Jillian, it's her, her second, her last. Yes, and she's wearing this adorable little set of short shorts and a and a crop top, and they're in this jungle, you know, themed thing. And the Rock looks like the you know jungle scientist with the khakis on and everything else. And of course, it's now all sexist. All we can see is Karen's midriff, really, because you're not looking at the whole picture. So all the feminists are offended that this woman in this campy movie about Jumanji is wearing a revealing outfit. Like, seriously, like, who is offended by that? And how do you make feminists happy? I'm really starting to get bored with this 
This like feminist, we're offended at this, but we celebrate that. And this is good, but that is wrong. Like, what the fuck do feminists want? I don't know. I'm a girl and I can't stand them. I swear, like, I, I, I don't. I don't understand it. If you're if you're a woman and you think you know what I want to be, uh, I, I want to be a stay at home mom, and and that's my thing. That's what I want to do. Why can't feminists get behind that? And if you're and if you're a, a girl and you're like I want to be a scientist and science is my thing, well, why can't they get behind that too? And if you're and if you're a a, a girl and and you you're like you know what I want to do. I want to I want to shake my ass uh, in in a strip joint. Well, then why let's like what's wrong with any of it? Like I, I, I it it boggles my mind. It boggles are, my mind. You are empowered only to be empowered in a certain way, according to feminists. So yeah, that's if, like if that's the version worst crap. Of, yeah, if your inversion of empowerment doesn't agree with theirs, then it's a problem. That was actually a big thing all this week because um, we had the Emmys last Sunday. And there's this whole thing that's happening on red carpets right now where you're not supposed to ask who the women are wearing, you know, because you, you ask the men the really substantive questions about their character, but you ask the women who they're wearing. And now everyone in the fashion and entertainment industry are freaking out because women got those dresses for free because people needed advertising so that they could promote all of their dresses. It's kind of like Michael's goods and services argument about the pledge. You got something. You got a dress. Now you got to say my name. Yeah. Telephone. That's probably an angry feminist calling. Pick that up. <laughs> We've got Rihanna on line one. Uh-oh. But you said Rihanna could come to the next barbecue. I, I really did. I did. I uh, That phone is killing me. It's gone. Don't worry. I'll cut all that out. You yeah. said Rihanna could come to the next barbecue. I absolutely did. And this goes straight to my feminist thing. Like, I consider Rihanna to be a strong, uh, powerful, intelligent woman. And, like, is she a good feminist? Because she was, like, totally – She, oh, my gosh. I saw the um, the Global Citizens concert last night on MSN. Don't ask me why. It's a long story. I stumbled across it. I got, And Rihanna was on stage, and she was just having a great show. I mean, she was just having a great show, uh, doing songs I had never heard of before that were just awesome and fantastic. But she's shaking her ass, and she's doing her thing. And to me, like, if I'm, if I'm a feminist, uh, I'm like, well, she's awesome. You know, is she a good person or a bad person? I don't know. I don't know. It would depend if she came off stage and said something to the effect of there really isn't wage inequality for women. It's like if you're going to be a strong, powerful woman as far as the feminist movement is concerned, you have to back Hillary Clinton because she's a female and you have to think this and you have to think that. And the really scary thing about some some portion of the feminist movement, not all of it, um, is just this overriding willingness to attack a woman who's different from you. Yeah. And when I mean different, has different goals, like being a stay-at-home mom, like homeschooling her children, like doing those kinds of things. That's all problematic because we're not supposed to be limited this way. Fart on them, fart on them, fart on their face. <laughs> they don't matter, those stupid bitches. Wow. Uh, that was yeah, a singing I just, kiss off. It Man, was a crazy. singing. I, I really, here's a great thing. We do this in the writer's room. <laughs> And I don't know who started this wonderful tradition, but like when you're about to pitch a joke or you're in the middle of a joke pitch and you know it's not going to go well, you just 
somebody just makes a fart noise <laughs> and it's like your way of acknowledging okay that was a bad idea so somebody will be like well what if you know blah 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 comes to the door and he knocks and then the mailbox falls <laughs> like somebody will just make the fart noise nice is that every writer's room or is that just no no it's just just the one i'm in now and i think they used <laughs> to do it on king of queens and now ah. they're doing it on kevin can wait and i love it and yeah. it's like when something has just gone on long enough, you know, like feminists, ultimately, here's the problem with feminists. They can't get their shit together. Nobody knows what they want. How can you get behind a thing? It's my problem with Black Lives Matter. It's my problem with Occupy Wall Street. Nobody knows what you want. Like, <laughs> do you have a list of demands? What are we supposed to do? Tell us like, I got, I, seriously, I have other shit to worry about. Like, if you want to protest and and be upset and angry, yeah, go at it. But, like, ultimately, what do you want? It was the only time this entire election season I actually agreed with Hillary Clinton. When they tried to disrupt one of her speeches, Black Lives Matter, she said, look, I've been involved in protest movement for decades. What you do to do it right is come and say, this is what we're seeking. Tell me what you want, guys. She said exactly what you did because she's like, this is when they were going to Netroots Nation and pushing Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley off the stage and everything. Netroots, Netroots Nation. Yes, that's the big that? conference. That's like the 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 left's uh, equivalent of like CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference. Yeah, so Netroots Nation usually has been some someplace in the Southwest, and this year it was in Phoenix. And when they had it. They just pushed Bernie Sanders right off the stage. <laughs> oh, that's they the took one? Over his that's one? That was a great moment. That was such a great moment where he's like, there's blacks all around me. I don't know what to do. I'm surrounded by angry black people. <laughs> what do I do? This is not Vermont. How do I what? Huh? I need their votes. That's the best thing Donald Trump's ever done. That's the best thing Donald Trump has ever done was going to Detroit, going to some of these jacked up cities and going, hey, vote for me. What what do you got to lose? <laughs> now, the best the best about that net roots nation was remember Martin O'Malley? Do you remember him? Uh yeah. That poor soul. <laughs> that poor soul. He what just looked he like he, he when they took over his stage, he just looked like he was gonna cry. Like literally cry. <laughs> did Black did Black Lives Matter take over his stage? Yeah. His and Bernie Sanders. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was a dude from Fox News. Uh, I think his name's Mike Tobin or something. Mm-hmm. He's like their on-the-spot reporter. He was walking through Charlotte with a bunch of the protesters. And, like, Hannity's like, hey, Mike, ask some of these guys what they want. Ask them what they want. And, like, Mike Tobin, he, like, gra- he like taps this dude on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, so you're out here protesting. What is it that you want? And the guy's like, what do we want? What do we want? We want to kick your ass if you keep bugging us. And like, okay, that's great. All right, that's awesome. On you go there, buddy. Enjoy your night. <laughs> nice. I hope you get a TV. I hope you get a TV out of it. Well, there was actually a guy down with the protesters that actually made me smile today. And I almost was like, hey, that gives me a little bit of hope. And not a lot about this whole situation gives me hope. But he's actually a guy that has like free hugs on the back of his shirt. It's called yeah. the Free Hugs, Hugs Project. He went up and hugged a couple cops. His name is Ken Wadiki, I think. N W A D I K E. And he's just like, he, 
he's so clear thinking and he's so awesome as he's speaking between the protesters and the cops. I just thought yeah. it was amazing. Actually made me smile. Well, that's cool. Here's the here's the wonderful thing. Here's the wonderful thing about all this. It'll end up just going away. It's just like Occupy Wall Street. One day it'll just be over and they'll all go home and it'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That happened. That was a thing for a little bit. I agree that I agree with that. And in four years, you know, about three, three and a half, four years, depending on who's president, will be the next big disruptive thing. Because Occupy came in right before, you know, like 2011, 2012 to try to upend the last election. I I believe there's a lot of this that's um, paid for by certain organizations. You are you are you in that camp? Like they're 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 shipping in the protesters. They're bussing them in. Oh yeah, the Charlotte um, Charlotte police chief said seventy percent of the people they arrested were not from North Carolina. Well, don't you think that like people hear about some like social injustice and they descend on it like flies on shit, like they drive for miles around because like uh oh, there's going to be some action. Well, I mean, uh, it, yeah, it, it's actually a, it's it's a fairly common thing. Like I, I have friends who back in I think it was 2012 when Obama was running against Romney. I mean, there there were free trips from Los Angeles to Las Vegas if you were on the Obama bus and you came in and you stumped for Obama and you went to the rally and then you got to hang out in Vegas and they put you up and then you got back on uh, your bus and went back to L.A. Wow. Well, good for them. Here's what's going to happen. Here's 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 my prediction. Uh, cops are going to wear body cameras, right? They're going to have the cameras on. Yep. And and dudes are still going to not listen. And the cops are going to go put the gun down, put the gun down, and the person's not going to listen. And then the cops going to shoot them dead, right? And then people go, oh yeah, I guess that is justified. And that'll just keep happening. And then Black Lives Matter will just continue to be nothing. It's just ultimately it's nothing. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. You know, the, the, that's the big thing. The big thing is there's going to be a company that makes uh, the video cameras that the cops have to wear, and they're going to make a shit ton of money. That's about it. Yep. And the, the cameras aren't going to show anything <laughs> other than yeah. what has always happened. Because I love these guys that are out there now, too, going, oh, oh, police officers need to, need to learn to aim for the leg. This isn't Hollywood. That's not how police officers are trained when you did feel you, threatened. Did you see the Charlotte tape and and hear the Charlotte tape? Mm-hmm. I heard the one his wife released and I heard the one that the police released. At one point, uh, is it the wife or is it his mom? Is it his wife? It's his wife. I thought it was his wife. Yeah. Took, and she's one like. The daughter that was foul and then there was one with his wife. And she's like, honey, don't. Honey, don't. Like, mm-hmm. what is she saying? Don't. What? What is it that she doesn't want him to do? Read the fucking book? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think that was it. I She's don't like, think- he had a book. Honey, whatever you do, don't start reading Chronicles of Narnia. They'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, don't. Yeah, no, I don't Honey, think don't. It was the I- best of times. It was the worst of times. Bang! <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly don't think the family releasing that video was very helpful to their cause at all. <laughs> Honey, don't. Don't. Honey, don't. Aslan the lion. Bang! That's horribly dark and i don't know how funny that is but uh cracked me up (laughs) honey don't (sighs) honey don't in the beginning the earth was out form and bang yeah everybody knows cops hate it when you read (laughs) 
There's oh. one thing. What? That's funny as hell. That's staying in. He had a book. Yeah, cops kill you when you have a book. Oh, my God. What is that? It's a coloring book. Oh, I don't know. Wound him. Shoot him. Wow. I got some good news. I got some good news. What's that? Uh, Pepe the Frog is not racist. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Wonderful. Turns out the the guys behind the whole Pepe the Frog they went uh, public, and it's just a giant trolling thing where they're 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 just seeing how many times they can be quoted in the mainstream media by saying some horrific shit. And uh, the media is jumping on it, hook, line, and stinker. And the Pepe the Frog people are just laughing, laughing, laughing. Yeah, the media needs to get off of 8chan, seriously. It's it's like that's not representative of what the world actually is. Well, you love saying 8chan, don't you? You know what? It, it, it It's just a fact, you know? Uh, <laughs> it uh, um, A million years ago... My friend uh, Sam Simon, God rest his soul, Sam Simon went to Beverly Hills High School, right? And him and some of his buddies, they were being interviewed by like Vanity Fair or the New York Times or something about what life is like growing up in the lap of luxury. So Sam and his friends decided to make up a bunch of shit, right? Oh, we like to do a thing on Saturdays where we, you know, blank, blank, blank. And they were just laughing, laughing hysterically, and it got printed in the New York Times or Vanity Fair. Like, oh my gosh, these kids at Beverly Hill High School are doing this crazy stuff. And I tell you what, the media grabs onto something, and all of a sudden it becomes real. Remember when Oprah Winfrey had that thing on where the supposedly there was girls in high schools wearing uh, different colored bracelets? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a, a, a sex act thing that she was claiming was happening. Yeah, and if you wore this color bra- uh, bracelet, that meant you you were giving out blowjobs. And if you wore this color bracelet, that meant that you took it in the ass. <laughs> and it's just like the whole thing was completely fake. Completely fake. Well, now we've got scary clowns popping up in every every state in the Union. Well, I just love that Pepe, one- I just love that Pepe the Frog is that. I just love it. It's it's a giant trolling experience. It's fantastic. <sighs> it's fantastic. Because that's all you can do is make fun of these people that take themselves way too seriously. Well, now, what what did you have, Stacey? Was, was it another trolling thing? Well, no. Like, all these news stories are popping up because, again, I do this daily aggregate. And uh, all these news stories are popping up about these scary clowns, like, walking around late at night in towns all over the country. And this started about four months ago. One small town was having a problem, and now they're everywhere. <laughs> so just these, like, clowns walking around freaking people out. and you know, Shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Shoot them. I was over clowns after it. I'm serious. I would go to where these clowns are popping up. And I would have a pellet gun with me. I'm not going to shoot to kill them, but I'm going to. They're going to have some freaking uh, serious welts, and I'm just going to hang out, and I'm going to see one of those dudes, and I'm just gonna, like, I was afraid for my life. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> so he that used is some, my pellet that gun. That is some. That is some creepy, creepy shit. I uh, like, I know you. Uh, somebody thinks it's funny. Somebody thinks it's funny. But if I'm at a rest stop in the middle of nowhere and some dude dressed up as a clown starts walking out of the woods, I'm in a fight for my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I look at it. I I thought he was going to kill me. No, uh, seriously, I I will kill you. I I don't think they're going to show up in Long Island simply because you're not the only one who would kill them. Um, But this is generally a, a rural kind of 
phenomenon at this point. Yeah, it's some yeah. bored hillbilly somewhere, but I swear, if I'm driving across the country and I'm in the middle of nowhere and a clown hops out of the I'm serious, I'm going to I'm going to defend myself. You are up to no good. You are up to no good. And there is not a jury in the world who would who would convict me. <laughs> like I could kill the guy and then like I'm in front of like ladies and gentlemen of the jury, he looked like this. And they'll be like, not guilty. <laughs> you can go home, Mr. Loftus. <laughs> not guilty. Oh uh, should we wrap it up for a few seconds with maybe some debate predictions? No, that's boring. I'm already bored right. by that. Here's what I want. Like we've done like we've gone back and forth on the debate, blah blah blah. And like what what here's here's what it is. Yeah, let's do debate predictions. What do you want to have happen, Stacy? What do you want? Oh, I don't know what I want to have happen, but what I think well, will happen. That's the game. That's the game. What do you want to happen? Oh, what do I want to happen? I want there not to be a debate. Okay. Well, there's going to be a debate. <laughs> there's going to be one. It's going to be big. It's going to be yeah. huge. A million they're saying 100 million people are going to watch. What do you in your best case in the in your in your fondest dream what happens? My fondest dream, my the best case scenario is that it doesn't denigrate into zingers and name calling and we actually get something out of it. Oh, come on, come on. This isn't uh, like uh this isn't an op-ed piece for the LA Times. <laughs> what do you want to happen? Gosh. I kind of would be entertained if Hillary Clinton tried to give the first zinger and Donald Trump just like you're editing, like, you're editing. I need honesty. Well, no, 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 no. she 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 does make a really valid point because if I'm Hil- not interested in valid points, <laughs> I'm really not. I'm trying. I'm interested to think of in comedic be- emotion. No, if you have to think about it, I'm not interested. All right, Michael, can I, what do you want to have happen? I want a no holds barred moderator free debate. I want the moderator to ask the question and then just give each oh, of them man. four minutes to say whatever the hell they want fart noise here's what i want please i want hillary clinton to have like a little bit of a seizure just like a mini one right where they have to stop for a couple minutes but she's not hurt but no no No. she's not hurt but her eye does like a little twitch thing (laughs) remember in the old pink panther uh the old Pink Panther movies where there was that one inspector who couldn't st- stop his eye from twitching. That's what I want from Hillary. I want her to go, and the new estate tax is going to be, uh, 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 and everybody's like, holy shit, is she okay? And then they have to stop, and they're like, she can continue. And then Donald Trump just looks at the camera and just goes, holy shit, did you guys see that? I want, I want that. That is the level I want. Okay. okay. I want this chick lies. I want lying crooked Hillary. Like, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he gets elected president become of that be, because of that. But I, I, I want, uh, yeah, I want some crazy shit to happen. The best, the best thing I read this week was that um, she was reintroducing her ideas to America. I call her now Hillary version 6.0. She has done so many reboots and reintroductions. And yeah, we're on version 6.0. Somebody just needs to flip off the switch. How am I not leading by 50 points? You may ask yourself. Did you see that? I did. And somebody has done a wonderful... 
uh, gif or, or vine on Twitter with Krusty the Clown saying, oh, we set it to evil. <laughs> it's great. See, here's what I want. I need to learn. I need to learn computers so I can set this stuff to music. I can see it in my mind and I can hear it in my head. I just don't have the tools to do it. But I want I want there to be like a, a song, a, a song. How am I not leading by 50 points? You may ask yourself. You may ask yourself, how am I not leading by 50 points? And you may ask yourself, do you not believe in an estate? It's like somebody's got to do music. You should be <laughs> dancing to this shit. This shit that flies out of her face. We need to dance to it. When somebody, there was a dude who put together that, that wonderful montage of her doing right-wing hate speech, vile speech, hate speech, Hitler, Hitler, Bernie Sanders. Like, why we, ha- we need to dance to it. Literally, just show up to the debate, press play, drop a, ba- a beat, and just have Rihanna sing backup vocals. <laughs> At the barbecue. <laughs> I feel like such a fool, and this is going to sound horrible. I, I, I really loved her performance last night, Rihanna's. I'm getting back to that. And I don't know when this song came out, uh, but it was one of the sexiest songs I have ever heard in my life. Um, I think it's Love You Like Crazy. What, what, what is it? Love on the Brain. Love oh, on the Brain. Love that one. Yes. Oh, my God in heaven. Have you heard this song, Stacy? No, I have not. But oh. I'm surely go and listen to it. You ha- you have to. This song will change your life. This is one of those things where I'm going to remember where I was. It's like watching um, uh, an event where it was spectacular. It's the best song I've heard in a million years. Do you think it was because of the live performance or the actual lyrics? I just think it's a great song. Awesome. The, the lyrics, the way she sang it, it was like so, it was so sexy, it was stupid. I mean, it was so... <laughs> sexy that's like the new dream where i come home and my wife just puts on uh love on the brain and we just just bang just straight up just bang and that's straight from the brain of michael topia <laughs> that is, i got a bunch of those i got a bunch of those if you want to talk about uh michael topias and sex we will be here till nine o'clock tonight oh god <laughs> It'll be the nine-hour record of the one-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are certain things that I would want to happen, and a lot of them are set to Rihanna songs. There's another There's another song that she did, uh, Four or Five Seconds. Have you heard that one, Andrew Apple? Yes, the one she did with Kanye and Paul McCartney. It's the best she's ever sounded. How, how do I not know these songs? Am I like, am I living under a rock? I need to get out more. No, no. So let, let, let me tell you what, what you have to do, all right? You got to go on to YouTube, and you got to find these YouTubers that do these covers, all right? Because they've got the pulse down of all of the latest pop songs because they're doing covers of them. And it's like, that's an awesome song. They do acoustic versions. Then you go back, you find the original. You've got this beautiful fully produced masterpiece you're like this is off the chain who is who's a youtuber that i should be following uh one i'm really into right now uh her name is Dodie clark she's she's british she's got a beautiful voice she does covers and original music i'm really digging her stuff her song six out of ten that's one of those songs you just put on your headphones and just (laughs) think about your life for a little while 
I'm sitting here, and you know what we're describing? What's that? We're describing the invention of the radio. <laughs> it's like, here's what you should do. You should go to this thing on YouTube where they already know the good songs, and then they'll play the good songs, and you will know the good songs. That's how radio was supposed to work. You would turn it on, they would play good music, and you'd go, who's that? I should buy their record. Yeah, but then they all became highly specialized, all the yeah. radio stations, you know? Speaking of, like, that thing that was supposed to make your life easier, the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's where I get all my music from now. I don't, really have a, I don't really have a radio in the car. I just plug in my iPhone. Well, apparently the lack of a headphone jack has really driven some people insane, and they're now drilling into their iPhones. Thinking they can create a headphone jack. Boy, we're just getting smarter and smarter as a society, aren't we? <laughs> you have just completely obliterated your smartphone, but good for you. No. Guys, it's really simple. You go to Best Buy, it'll cost you 30 bucks. you get a Bluetooth adapter. Please don't drill into your iPhone. No I hate the fact that they make me do stuff. I'm American. Don't make me. That's what I hate about Apple. Like, we just got rid of the headphone jack because we're going to make you buy this Bluetooth bullshit. I hate it. I hate it. And see, I love my Bluetooth stuff, but I was doing it way before. I don't have Bluetooth headphones because I would lose them. We've already discussed that. But as far as, like, Bluetooth speakers and stuff, I think they're great. And half the time I call, you're like, hold on, I'm leaving here, and it doesn't work right, so I'm going to have to plug in when I'm over here. Doesn't that happen, Stacy? Oh, that does, but that's because I have a crappy car and a crappy stereo. That's just <laughs> nothing to do with my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 has more to do with the product that I'm using than it has to do with the technology. It wasn't yeah. installed correctly, as as we've come to find out. All right, guys, I think we need to jump into Michaeltopia. All right. Okay, who's got a Michaeltopia? In Michaeltopia, we need less pumpkin spice and more apple cider. Ooh. I, I am tired of everything being pumpkin spice already. I uh, I stopped by uh, one of my favorite places, Dunkin' Donuts, this morning to get my coffee. They already have a pumpkin spice donut. And you know what I said to that? I said, no, I'm going to get the apple-filled croissant. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, no. Pumpkin spice has gone way too far. However, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Have you had the pumpkin spice Twinkie? No, I haven't eaten a Twinkie since I was like four. Oh, my Lord. I had one the other day by accident. Thought I was eating a regular Twinkie. Turns out I'm eating a pumpkin spice Twinkie. Now, I am anti-pumpkin spice. It has gone too far. It has gone too far, and it needs to end. That being said, pumpkin spice Twinkies are fucking delicious. (laughs) I'm way more interested in that funny bone you were talking about earlier. Funny bone, yeah. It's like it's like a Twinkie, but instead of cream filling, it's like a peanut butter cream filling, and there's chocolate on the outside. It's like if a if a Twinkie and a Reese's cup were to bang and have a baby, it would be funny bone. <laughs> well, mine is simply this: in Michaeltopia, DNA tests of your dog are not allowed. Oh, mm-hmm. why not? Because I feel like if you go to the shelter and you commit to a mutt, you commit to whatever that dog is. It's not a predictable breed. It's a combination of breeds. And you're going to have in your mind something that you think that dog probably is based on the way they look. And then you go and get this doggy DNA test, which was not my choice. 
it just got done. And then you find out it's some breed of dog that you're just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying it makes you the victim of bait and switch? I I felt very baited and switched when it happened. What happened? What happened? You thought you had what? What did you think you have? Well, I was still partially right. I thought I had a Lab Shepherd Boxer mix. Okay. And in reality, you had what? A Staffordshire Terrier Labrador (laughs) German Shepherd Chihuahua. So, a Chihuahua! So now you're going to kill the dog, right? You're going to kill her. No, no. I love her. I love her to pieces. I think you have to kill the dog, Stacey. No. Kill the dog, Stacey. We got to do it old yeller style. Take him out back. I was fine till Chihuahua. (laughs) That's what did it. That's what did it. I, I knew I, it too. My other dog, my I'm a big dog person. My other dog is a 200 pound Great Dane. Good I don't boy. have little dogs. <laughs> you need to put a picture. Put a picture of your dog on the uh, the Loftus party on the happiness. Okay. Do we still have the happiness page? Yes, we. Well, yes, we do. Until the new site, then the happiness page will actually be in the community. Okay. I want to. Ooh, yeah. Can we put videos on happiness on the new happiness page? You can put what are essentially blog posts, so I'm pretty sure you can. Absolutely. Okay. We, we can definitely embed videos on those blog posts. Yeah. Like, no, the regular blogs, yes, but the community page where, like, people are going to be able to interact, which we're really excited about, um, yeah. and post their own stuff and create groups. So if, like, you love a certain comic strip or you love a certain series of movies or you love craft beer, you're going to be able to meet other people who like that stuff, too, and chat about it. It's going to be It's awesome. going to be wonderful. In Michaeltopia, everybody goes to theloftestparty.com, and they participate in our oh, community stuff, and they have a good time. Yes. And that's where they're going to be able to pimp their businesses and show us what they sell and what they do and make connections. I'm really excited about it. I'm very excited, too. Um, In Michaeltopia, if you tweet out some stupid shit like, I wonder if the rest of the world is laughing at us, guess what you get? You get a free ticket to the rest of the world. Okay? (laughs) If you're so concerned if the world is laughing at us, you get to go to Saudi Arabia and find the fuck out. Okay? Like, I wonder if they're laughing at us in Kuwait. Guess what? You're on your way, sister. I don't give a shit what the rest of the world thinks because this is America and we set the trends. Nobody goes, wow, I wonder what they're wearing in Afghanistan. I don't give a I live in New York. We make shit happen. I live in L.A. We set the trends. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. All right. In, in my- Michael, oh, ooh, you got another one. Go for it. I do. In Michaeltopia, no one is allowed to tell you that you can't make your own EpiPen. In response to Mylan jacking up the price to the EpiPen, some biohackers come out and put out the ingredients that you can just go off the shelf and make your own EpiPen. It's a DIY EpiPencil. And now everyone's saying, oh, but, but, but it's dangerous. It's like, But you know what it's also done? It's forced Mylan to drop the price from $600 to $150 on the generic EpiPen. That's wonderful. And I don't know if you knew this, but if you drill a hole in the bottom of your <laughs> iPhone 7, it becomes an EpiPen. <laughs> It'll work. There you go. Hey, give me my iPhone. I'm allergic to bee stings. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stacy, do you have another one? Oh gosh, let's see. 
you know, not really, because it's just been a crazy week. It has been, so I'm going on. In Michaeltopia, ACDC lives forever. <laughs> this last week, yeah, the bass player retired, and Axl Rose has been uh, the front man of ACDC for this last tour because uh, Brian Johnson has gone deaf and he can't sing anymore. So now I think it's just Angus Young who's the last member and they must continue. And uh, they have to do at least one more tour with Axl Rose as the frontman. That is worth a lot of money for a ticket. I can't imagine how great ACDC sounds with Axl Rose screaming that shit at the top of his lungs. Well, you know, then they just have to build themselves as with Axl Rose, the same way that uh, Queen now does its Queen plus Adam Lambert. You know, Queen is not Queen without Freddie Mercury, but you can still go off and you can do a tour with, you know, Roger Taylor and Brian May and have a different frontman as long as you're not trying to call it the original thing like Journey does. Yeah, I don't even care. I just want to see him. I don't care what I don't care. I don't care if it's like Angus and friends. (laughs) I will pay money as long as they play ACDC music. I will watch that crazy little Australian do whatever the hell he wants. You know, I actually got into a great conversation with someone about this this week where you have to take the mentality of the Foo Fighters. You know, Nirvana was not Nirvana without Kurt Cobain. So what do the other guys do? They reformed in a new group where they could do the same idea, but as a new thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that's kind of the Foo Fighters in a, in a, in a weird way. Yeah. God love God love me the Foo Fighters. They're they're all right. Uh, and in Michael Topia, we don't steal from dead people. We don't dress it up and call it the estate tax. We don't steal from people who are dead. That Ooh, is wrong in every sense of the word. Ooh, Michael, Especially after we already taxed them once. <laughs> Michael, can can I expand on that a little bit? Yes, please. All right. Uh, not only can we not uh, go after dead people, we can't bring back dead actors just because we want to. Hawaii Five O decided it would be cute to bring back Jack Lord from the dead on the TV show, and it's one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Don't do that anymore. What did that they anymore. do? What did they do? So they had a scene where uh, the actor who's currently playing Steve McGarrett interacted with an actor who had the same body type and facial shape as Jack Lord and then they got a voice actor who sounded like Jack Lord and then they used computer graphics to put Jack Lord's face on the actor uh, and it's so creepy. creepy I don't like it uh, I don't like it and I don't like it when they have like Marilyn Monroe pimpin' Snickers bars yeah yeah we can, we can leave that be yeah I don't I don't like that at all I mean I'm glad that like the estates can make some money like but there's just something there's something not right about it. I don't know what it is. Sometimes she ain't it works. A Snickers bar. Say what? She's not eating a Snickers bar. I tell you what, I bet she would have eaten a Snickers for instead of a handful of Vicodin or whatever the <laughs> whatever the heck the Kennedy shoved down her throat that night. It's like Bobby Kennedy banged her and gave her a handful of downers and like not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh, oh I feel dirty. <laughs> I don't. Wow. How awkward was that for Jack Kennedy when she came up there and started singing happy birthday? That's just like, oh, make it stop, make it stop. 
and Jackie has to be sitting there for the whole thing. That had to be the worst. I bet he wanted to dig a hole to the center of the earth. <laughs> well, he took a bit of medication for back problems, so maybe he just... Yeah. 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 I tell you what, there's a lovely piece of footage. You'll see it every once in a while on the History Channel, but it's Jack Kennedy leaving his uh, first meeting with, what what was it, Khrushchev? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And boy, Khrushchev just ate his lunch. Just (laughs) ate his lunch. And you see Jack Kennedy walking down the stairs, and they say, like, his back hurt, and he had had a bunch of painkillers, but he just looked shaken. Like, holy crap. So anyway, enjoy the debates on Monday. I can't wait to talk about that when next we meet. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Lots more to talk about. Make sure you follow us, Flipside Loftus. Go to theloftusparty.com for, for news and updates and videos and all kinds of great things. And uh, check out Andrew's podcast. Andrew, what's that again? So Fresh, So Prince. Head on over to sofreshsoprince.com. We're rewatching every episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air week by week and talk about how the comedy holds up. And I just have to say, since we're recording this on Sunday, happy birthday, Will Smith. Yeah, happy birthday, Will Smith. Oh, and happy birthday to Luke Skywalker. Woo. Mark Hamill, his birthday was today, this Sunday. And Stacy, what do you what do you got going on? Are you still working on that other website that, that it's gonna be like Voldemort soon? Voldemort. I don't, even, I, don't even, Voldemort. I don't even want to talk about this other website, but I guess you're doing something with them. <laughs> doing something completely different than I'll be doing on yours, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yes, I am still writing over at the Daily Search, and we'll have a couple articles posting this week. And I am diligently working on version 2.0 of the loftusparty.com. It's going to be so cool. Up and running in the next five days. Five days? Five I can't days. wait five days. Oh my God, I have to load all your content. It's <laughs> a, lot a lot of content. Of it. It's a all lot right. of content. I can't believe you work for a website called The Daily Purge. I said, the purge. Uh, the purge is once a year, Stacy, and <laughs> and why you would advocate for doing that every day, for having no laws every day at the daily purge. Wow, <laughs> it was a horrible attempt at a joke. Sorry, the daily surge. Who's that? That's Jason Matera, right? Correct. Jason Matera is a good egg. He's a he's very got, good that egg. kid has that kid. He's got cojones. He's the guy. Yeah, he almost gets beat up. Gets beat up. <laughs> Seriously, he went after Lois Lerner in a in a video. He went after uh, Harry Reid in a video, and he got manhandled yep. in that Harry Reid one. I like me the Jason Matera. Go go read Stacy's stuff in the Daily Surge. Thank you. All right, uh, and then the Liberty Lair. Everybody, everybody, here's your homework to do. Oh, first of all, yes, I'm still smoking my pipe. <laughs> I found I'm, I'm working on better tobacco. That that uh, Brundle Fye and Buckley Bright was just nasty. Um, I got to find some better tobacco. Somebody reached out to me on Twitter, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's make that thing happen. I need some better tobacco for my pipe. I like smoking the pipe. Uh, everybody else, your homework this week is to greet the person that you love uh, with nothing but a smile on your face and love on the brain playing in the background. <laughs> Like, seriously, just pants off, no underwear, just Rihanna, just cranked up, love on the brain, and just bang, 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 the one you love. I love you all. I got love on the brain. I will see you next week. 